Hi, hello, you're through to the PR department podcast and this is your host Katie Braden. Welcome to episode nine. Um, Let me let you in on a little behind the scenes. So I recently bought a new laptop. Um, Amazing. Not really out of choice. Like my laptop was starting to slow down. I was beginning to lose keys on my keyboard, etc, etc. And considering that my laptop and my phone are basically my two essentials to run my business, I was like, it seems only right that I buy a new one. (laughs) Like, it was time. My boyfriend was like, you really have to. So I did. Um, so I got the new MacBook Air. Lovely, lovely. And I sat down to record this podcast and my podcasting system is, it has like a USB, you know, as you do, because it's an external mic. So I'm looking at my new laptop and I'm like, you've just got to be kidding me. Like in this day and age, Apple are literally just like trying to see how far they can push our last nerve. Um, Yeah, no USB ports. No USB ports, like just these little piddly holes that I don't even know what you would propose I fit in there. So I currently have my old laptop, which um, Apple told me I could sell back to them for a grand total of drumroll, please. 80 pounds. Um, I have that set up recording my podcast and then I have my other laptop in front of me where I can download my podcast and do all of the logistic things with my podcast mic in the middle. Honestly, it is like a laptop farm in here. It's not ideal, let me tell you. But I'm so glad I kept my old laptop because otherwise I would have fallen behind on my podcast schedule and that would make me really upset. So... (laughs) Anyway, now that you have like a visual representation of where I am, what I'm doing and what my surroundings look like, we can get into today's episode. Only two minutes in, mind you. Um, So I wanted to do an episode on kind of like deep diving into organization, like creating priorities, boundaries and generally dealing with being overly busy. Um, something that I have comments on all of the time from like my friends, my peers, people who follow me on Instagram is how do you do it all? Um, like I go through periods of having between like five up to like 10 to 12 clients that can fluctuate. And there are periods of times where I'm dealing with like five clients who've all got launches or like all have activations at the same time plus I'm running my life (laughs) you know that old thing um I have my podcast you know I I don't actually put that much effort into my Instagram anymore but like I was creating content for my Instagram um I really should get better at doing that but to be honest I just cannot seem to place it high on my priority list like there's just something in me that just can't I don't know, maybe that's a a question for another day. Um, But yeah, I mean, I guess to um, a person looking in, I seem overly busy. So I always get a lot of questions of how do you deal with it? Like, how do you actually do it all? Um, And it's something that I touched on in episode eight, which was my things I do as a freelancer that just makes sense episode. Um, Hell of a title. I know I really should make these titles... um, shorter maybe the title for this episode will be like busy question mark um 
so yeah how do you do it all how do you fit it all in and something that I touched on was like how I have lists on lists on lists about lists basically and that I run a really really tight organized ship and that is literally in my eyes like the only way to deal with a high number of tasks and deal with being overly busy another thing so I will come back to that but I think another thing that I want to touch on on that point is mindset so if I'm not in a good mindset and I'm not like well rested and like feeling motivated and feeling calm and neutral towards like high pressure situations um it's going to crumble and fall because the anxiety is going to take over um you know I have dealt with anxiety and circumstantial depression in my career and I totally understand what it means to be wiped out by those things by mental health um I recently had a few weeks where my mental health kind of took a bit of a turn and I knew exactly why it was happening and I knew exactly what I needed to do to claw it back Um, but I did kind of allow it in and I let it get to me and I went through a phase of having a few panic attacks um, which I don't mind talking about at all but in relation to this episode um, once you have a panic attack or like an anxiety attack they do say like scientifically it actually takes your body like seven hours to recover and boy do I feel it like yeah a hundred percent like when I've had a panic attack the day before when I wake up the next day I feel like I've woken up after a night out like you feel drained of every ounce of your being and when you're super busy you don't have time for that like I'm sorry you do not have time for down down days or like pushing things to the side um so that is where like prioritizing and making really concise to-do lists are your best friend because when I had those panic attacks and I was dealing with that kind of dip in my mental health, the one thing that saved me was my to-do list that was organized in priority. So when I had those days where I felt like I'd been hit by a bus because I was recovering from, you know, quite a severe like mental health turn, um, those were the tasks that I needed to get through and that was like the priority for the day so when I'm not running on full steam which <laughs> hello we are all human beings and we do not run on 110% 24-7 as much as anybody likes to say that we do we do not it's impossible you do have down days you do have days where you work on a lower capacity and prioritizing your workload is gonna save you because if I had for example like just completely taken those days off um which maybe I should have like there's a conversation there of like maybe like what's wrong with me doing that there's nothing wrong with it um I mean on that particular week I had so much to get through it was not an option so um yeah I mean when you can't take that time off uh really knowing what needs your attention and what doesn't when to rest and when to push through that's a huge part I think of managing being overly busy um I do think that the goal is not to be overly busy to be honest like I think we should preface that like quite early in the episode um 
I think as a society and as a culture, like our view towards hustle culture and being busy has really shifted in the the past few years, obviously, because we've just gone through like a societal experience that we've never had to deal with before being Miss COVID and a la pandemic. Um, So yeah, like in the words of Kim Kardashian, nobody wants to work anymore. Um, Yeah, babe we'd like to have a nice life um, because I think we've all had to deal with over the past couple of years that life is in fact incredibly short and as a person who has always been very work and career driven I had a big big eye-opener over the last few years of what is important like if I hate to be morbid but if I was to die tomorrow would I be laying on my deathbed being like oh I'm so glad I worked until 10 p.m every night no probably not you know it's the memories it's the living and of course like earning money and having a successful career and doing all those things and doing what you love are so fulfilling but it's not the be all and end all and that's what I came to realize um which also makes managing being busy um even more important I mean my goal at the moment for this year is to really have like a good work-life balance in a sense of I do not want to be overly busy like I want my clients um I want good clients I want clients that I have want really good relationships with so it's not stressful because that makes a huge difference as well like if you had four clients that were really really difficult to deal with it would feel like having 20 clients but if you have four clients that you have a great um relationship and mutual respect with it'll feel like having you know four clients (laughs) so that is also like a little bit of a tip there you know working with the right people can really change um how busy you feel and also how you know overstretched you are because emotionally if you're dealing with energy drainers guess what? You're going to be drained. So yeah, that's another sort of tidbit in there. Um, But yeah, our priorities have really shifted. And my priority, as I said, for this year is to work with a smaller pool of really amazing clients. Um, You know, I've had experiences where I've had clients come and go. And honestly, it's for the best because it's like a clash of the titans. Like they're isn't a kind of mutual respect in terms of like what they're happy with what I deliver like the service just doesn't fit the expectation which is absolutely fine like that's business it happens um but getting rid of those clients quickly is super important because I have in my career done both I've gotten rid of clients quickly when I've seen red flags and I've also let it run and run and run and run to the point where it is like debilitating and it takes time away from everything else that you're trying to do um I can say having done both cutting the cord quickly is a hundred percent going to help you because as I say like when you have a difficult circumstance not just a different client you know like a different situation at work a difficult situation at work it can just completely drain you and when you're overly busy that does not help either so anyway I will reach a point in a minute I promise my goals for this year started that sentence three times now here we go this is why we're on a podcast and not a tiktok um so yeah for this year small pool of clients who I gel with really well I feel like I can do really great things for and I feel like there is like a mutual understanding of what I bring and that value and that respect is there aside from work um 
at the moment I'm kind of in a maintenance stage I don't really want to take on any clients I don't have any huge financial growth goals um for those of you who may not know uh, one of my big financial goals was to buy property which I did so I feel like I was caning 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 for that goal I was really really pushing pushing hard I've now got that goal and I think I deserve a period of relaxation and enjoyment (laughs) yeah that would be nice wouldn't it um so this year it's all about having that work-life balance not being a slave to work and having maybe that little bit of extra time to enjoy the fruits of our labor because you know, as many people have said throughout the years, there is no point in being the richest man in the graveyard, which I agree with and kind of don't, you know, I'm very smart with money, but at the same time, like when you're just working, 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 hoarding money, hoarding money, hoarding money, at what point are you going to actually use it to improve your life? And whether that is, you know, taking time out to spend time with your family, spending time with your friends, going on a holiday, creating a memory, you know, taking time, I think that is the key here, like taking time to do things that you're going to look back on and think, oh yeah, that was awesome. Like, I'm so glad I did that. And I can guarantee you, like, whilst work makes me proud and I'm grateful and I'm blessed for every day, I'm probably not going to look back at my time spent in the office and think, oh yeah, that was great. Like, you know, as much as you love your work, like, I don't think anybody would do that. Um, So yeah that is kind of where I'm at mentally. But then I had a really um, interesting conversation with a friend and client of mine who had quite a similar kind of, and this is in a very broad sense, a similar career path where it was like work, 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 like nothing but work, like really, really pushing it for so many years, almost like in an unhealthy way to be honest um and then get into the stage where we are now where you know you've got a little bit of money in the bank that maybe you didn't have before um and then your priorities start to change but because you've worked so hard for all those years you kind of can make that decision and I think that's really important to say like you know I'm going into my 30s now I've been freelancing for six years I've had my business for six years um you know I'm at the stage where if I'm not interested in working myself into the ground and hustling and doing all that all that jazz, it's absolutely fine because I've kind of, you know, I've kind of like paid my due in a way. I know that's a really like old school thing to say. Um, but I think it's important to understand where I'm coming from and where I'm at to then kind of take what I'm saying with true context. Because if I was 2021, 20, um, I would not be really like searching for work-life balance like am I advocating for like looking after your mental health and you know making sure that you enjoy your life and have that balance yes but I do think if you want like certain things and you have certain career and financial goals that is the time to work hard because if you don't work hard when you're young you're going to be working hard when you're older and I think that's the difference um you know I hope like by the time I'm 50 60 years old like I'll be able to retire like hopefully um but if I didn't put the work in for all of those years you know I would be working like god knows when I'd be able to stop working with the I hate to bring politics into it but like the state of the country you know god knows where we would be um so yeah I think the context of that is also super important um 
so one of my favorite 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 things in terms of like managing being busy is saying no to things and this is really important and if you take anything out of this podcast let it be that like saying no to things is such a useful tool and honestly like if no saying no to you comes easy it's quite hard to wrap your head around how other people struggle with it but honestly like I have a friend of mine and she will not mind me saying at all who is the complete opposite and says yes to everything and really struggles with saying no and watching her trying to decide to say no is like she's trying to decide to like jump off a cliff like it's such a big deal to people who find it difficult it's challenging and I I'll say the same thing to you that I would say to her like it takes practice and every time you come up into a situation where you think hmm maybe this isn't like an instant yes ask yourself like what is it serving is it earning you money is it fulfilling you in other areas of your life if both answers are no then the answer to do you want to do that is no simple as but I think you have to take like practice taking yourself through that thought process and not sort of defaulting to yes which I know for some people like the default is yes and making the default no feels like a huge change um and also that comes out of a place of guilt like you cannot ever 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 feel guilty for saying no and protecting your own boundary um you know saying no is a full sentence I think that is a Mary Kay Olsen quote or maybe she just coined that quote and it came from someone who is much older than me and Mary Kay Olsen combined which the more I think of it it's a really good quote so maybe it was (laughs) I feel like it was her dad I feel like she quoted her dad in an interview saying that but no is a full sentence like you don't owe anybody an explanation um you know if you're at work for example and you have to say no to a meeting like tell them why you're saying no offer an alternative you know that's the best you can do you have to stop letting other people govern your time govern your schedule and govern your boundaries because at the end of the day life is short when you come to the end those people are not going to be there you know, you're going to be there, your memories, how you spend your time, that is what you have to be accountable for. That's the only thing we have control over in this life. So, you know, to get a bit philosophical there, it is so important to practice saying no and to implement it where you need it. Because being overly busy doing things that matter has a very different energy than being busy doing things that matter to other people. Like, I'll say that again. Doing things, being busy doing things that matter to you has a very different energy than being busy doing things that matter to other people. Like the difference between the two is when you're busy for other people, you're going to get drained. When you're busy doing things for yourself, there's a level of fulfillment and there's like a level of purpose. And I think you can justify busyness when it fulfills you in that way you cannot justify it when it is just other people sucking your time and energy because that's actually not fair um so again something that I do not recommend and don't advocate for but something I feel is important to cover because it does happen and I think pretending that it doesn't is kind of doing a disservice to this whole the point of this whole podcast so 
I've made a note to myself which is to talk about what to do when you feel frantic and I've spoken about this before in previous episodes like I have dealt with anxiety throughout my life throughout my career I've also dealt with burnout and I've dealt with um, circumstantial depression which for anybody who has any questions on that it was actually diagnosed by a doctor as circumstantial depression and just quickly what that means is that you have depression but you have almost like a self-awareness around it and it's circumstantial so if you change something in your life that depression can go away because you are depressed because of a a situation or a circumstance if that makes sense like you don't just have depression full stop like you know that if you change something in your life which is changeable then that depression can essentially go away I know that's not the correct term and like feel free to roast me for that but that is the best way I think to explain it um so I have had moments as like anybody who works in a high pressure job and environment which PR is um also when you're working for yourself like that's a lot of pressure just in itself um you are going to have times where you feel like you're having a meltdown or you feel frantic or you know like I was saying in the last episode how I went through a period of having like panic attacks again which is something I was really really not proud of and it was kind of a big um shock where it's like you need to change some things because this isn't how we live this isn't how we work and this is not how we're going to do things moving forward my brain to my brain um so the note that I made was when you feel frantic stop you have to stop there is no to-do list there is no priority there is no traffic light system there is no nothing that can save you and make you work in any sort of capacity when you feel that way you have to stop whether that is for an hour break a nap a whole night's sleep a week whatever it is whatever you need when you reach a frantic state of being so overly busy you're almost like you're not doing yourself any justice any work that you produce in that space is not even worth you doing so if like I know so many people really struggle with taking time off or taking time away they feel guilty but I think reminding yourself that any work you complete in that frame of mind is work that might not have been like you shouldn't have even completed it at all because it's not your best work and it doesn't even like it doesn't need your energy it really doesn't like stop break and then come back and do it properly because otherwise you're going to end up doing it two or three times that is the point um so that brings me nicely on to like my next point which was taking regular breaks and this means daily weekly yearly monthly like planning in time that you are away from work doing other things that you enjoy um and that sounds like the most simple thing in the world but this is actually something that I have recently learnt. um so I um did a session um with this wonderful lady who read my tarot cards and even if you're not into tarot like she does it she did it for me anyway from like a business perspective and like how I kind of work as a business owner which was actually mega cool um hang on I'm actually gonna pause and look up her app because I really want to give her a shout out Okay, so I looked up her at and it's Tamara Dreesen on Instagram. Um, and she is 
incredible so she's on her instagram she's listed as intuition guide tarot reader crystal healer author of luna and the crystal code and she also has a podcast called another phase anyway enough free promo (laughs) um she deserves it yeah i had a, a session with her and it was during covid for context um but she said something to me that was super simple but to me it was kind of like a breakthrough moment where she said you have to find things that you enjoy that are not work you have to find things that give you value as a human being that is not your work and I think that is such a profound statement I know anybody who works themselves anybody who is career driven will kind of feel that in the same way that I felt it um you know I feel like when you're kind of career driven and you're labeled as like a career girl or whatever every the judgment you feel is how well you're doing at your career or how good your work is going or how much money you're earning and all of this jazz but she reminded me that that is not who you are and it also isn't like your highest value in life so you know whether it's doing things on the weekend that you enjoy that is nothing to do with your work finding a hobby that is nothing to do with your work like as a PR and I'm sure any PRs who are listening will understand this even a hobby we can manage to tie back to our work like for example if this podcast was a hobby it's to do with my work I love fashion therefore I might post my outfits on Instagram and somehow it's to do with my work because I'll then have like businesses contacting me or like this and that like there has to be things in your life that are sacred and are kept away from work you know even when you are like for me especially it's really hard because I do a lot of influence marketing so even like the influencers who I like to follow I follow them because I like them personally but then oh they'd be great for this client or like oh they'd be great for this or like you know it always comes back to work so having those things that you do on your breaks that fulfill you and they don't take anything from you was another thing that Tamara said to me do things that fill you up and don't take any of your energy so for example like for her if she goes away on a yoga retreat she doesn't have to give anything she just like refills and I think that's the difference between like having a hobby that is just a hobby and then having a hobby that you somehow turn into a work or a business like you know like everybody making like resin and candles over covid and then like selling them like that's like a side hustle like that needs energy that's not fulfilling but if I just like made resin because I liked it and because it was creative like that's just filling me up with energy it's not taking anything from me I think that's like a good way to describe it so yeah taking daily breaks like everybody whether you're employed self-employed no matter what your job is whether you're a heart surgeon or whether you work in Tesco's deserves breaks throughout the day this is something that I actually shout at my boyfriend all the time because he works really hard and he's really busy and a lot of the time he skips lunch and I'm like nobody pays you enough money to skip lunch that's just a fact like if you take a break for lunch you still get paid the same salary if I take a break for lunch I still get the same retainer like don't get so wrapped up in hustle culture that you lose out on times of your day that you need as a human being to function come on now come on now I just want to say (laughs) that the quote from Molly May we all have the same 24 hours in a day yeah well I want one for lunch all right (laughs) I think we all deserve one for lunch 
Um, so yeah, breaks throughout the day, breaks throughout the week. Take your weekend, take your evenings. They're important. Fill yourself back up during that time. It's important. How can you tackle solidly Monday to Friday at a high capacity if you don't refill the tank? Hmm? How can you? Like, we, we don't expect our iPhones to run without being charged. We don't expect our laptops to run without being charged. Like, you don't expect to have water coming out of your tap unless you pay your water bill. Like, you have to pay your own water bill, you know? On the weekend, you have to pay your own bill. You have to give back to yourself for you to then perform at your best. And taking breaks is part of performing at your best. And if you don't take breaks, you won't perform at your best and therefore your work won't be as good. You'll end up doing it more than once because it will be shit the first time around. You'll end up disappointing people, which will make it even worse. And if you have a client-facing job, then God help you. You need to be on your best, like your best capacity. And that is part when people say to me, how do you do it all? Giving, filling myself back up on my evenings and my weekends, taking my lunch, you know, booking my holidays, that is all part of it. Yes, you can take your hat off and be like, oh, you're so busy. How do you manage it all? I take breaks because I need to run at 100%. And that's impossible, but that's a goal of mine. When I'm working, I'm giving 100%. It's not always possible, but it's the goal. So if I want to do that, you have to take breaks. You, you just have to, like, I cannot say that enough. Um, you know, booking in holidays where you take two weeks off work solid. Like, for someone like me, um, I am, like, quite high, a high-drive person, I think is how you would describe it. I don't know if that's the proper term. Um, but I, it takes me a long time to switch off. Like, when I'm on holiday, I'm still kind of in work mode for probably the first like seven days and then the second week I'll like be able to properly switch off and like get out of my work routine um that's important like give yourself a cool off period um because if that's what you need that's what you need like what is the point in going on holiday and being in work mode the entire time because you're actually not like you might as well just be at work and I know that sounds so so like the most simple statement ever but I think just like really thinking about that can kind of change your perspective. So I feel like even though most of the things I say are so simple, I think just isolating that thought and thinking about it can sometimes be really helpful. Um, And I think coming on to my last point, it really helps with clarity. Like having clarity of the mind is really really crucial to me in the day-to-day running of my business so something that I've spoken about before is like um and I I really really hate to say it because it makes me sound really like wanky is health and fitness I know I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm not gonna tell you to drink celery juice I promise I can go that far like I can promise you but health and fitness has been a huge part of changing how I run things like how I run myself and therefore how I run my business um so when I first started freelancing I was possibly on like so far the other end of the scale like I would be out drinking all the time I would be partying um you know like the PR world and the whole job kind of like lends itself to that anyway but I was like taking advantage of it in full effect um I wasn't doing any fitness I wasn't you know I was just working going out like in some people's eyes living my best life but actually living my worst life um so I was really quite unhealthy like I was ordering takeout all the time and like whilst I would order healthy takeout 
it's not the point like you should be kind of taking time to like cook and nourish your body and like eat fresh foods and all that jazz like we know it I don't need to say it this isn't gym talk which I have actually been stuck on for the past few weeks so excuse that um so yeah from then until now I'm like completely into the gym like I'm sorry if I'm annoying turn me off um I go to the gym four times a week quite religiously and it's not for an aesthetic gain even though I do feel like when you look when you feel like you look your best you perform your best which I think maybe that's a fact I'm gonna go ahead out on a limb and say yeah that's a fact um so when I feel like when I look my best I feel like I perform my best so when I'm feeling healthy looking good which obviously like health and fitness is a huge part of that um so I go to the gym four days four times a week um I train and as I've mentioned like previously I used to be a professional dancer I've danced my whole life I've always been into fitness and I feel like when I wasn't working out for a few years um I felt like there was something missing I felt like I was constantly like groggy and like foggy and I couldn't make sense of it but when I started working out again I felt it clarity like I'd felt before and then I realized I was like fitness and movement is something I need like it's a non-negotiable um hence why I think I talked about it in the last episode I actually book out time during my day to go to the gym um because it's a non-negotiable like it's top priority because it means that I then perform my best like do you see how this works like me prioritizing the gym um then impacts on how I perform in my business so while some people are like oh why do you take time out of your day to go to the gym you could be working yeah but I wouldn't be working at my best so you know it's a non-negotiable um it's also the only time of the day that I purely take for me that's like a selfish time um you know to be in my own space to get out of my house like when you're a freelancer that works from home you will know what I'm talking about there like go and getting in my car and go into a different space again a non-negotiable you need that as a human being and it helps you to perform at your top capacity which then kind of coming back to the theme of the episode helps you to manage busier more stressful times um and then you know like eating healthy healthily obviously going to the gym promotes healthy eating because I think when you're in the frame of mind of like health and fitness it kind of goes hand in hand am I perfect no do I eat what I want yes if I have a craving will I eat it absolutely do I count calories no do I have an apple watch no do I have a Fitbit absolutely never I'd rather be caught dead if that's for you that's for you but it's not for me um but I am aware of like how I feel when I eat certain foods for example if I have a healthy lunch you know you're going to perform better in the afternoon versus like if I have a really bad lunch you're going to be tired and lethargic like again I'm saying things here that are so simple and everybody knows it but I think thinking about it in this context of managing um, your day like I think it can be a really good thing to think about in isolation Um, also alcohol I'm sorry I know I feel like I'm just becoming worse and worse um, as this episode goes on (laughs) but drinking um, so when as I said like when I first started um, drinking I used to do a lot of that um, and it was really bad because like 
you can't work at high capacity on a hangover. Like, I don't care who tells you, you can, you cannot. It affects your mood, it affects your reactions, um, it affects your stress level, it affects your productivity. Um, And for that reason, like, I don't really drink. Um, I drink a little bit because I enjoy it, like, on the weekends or, you know, with dinner when I'm going out. I very rarely drink in my house. Um, uh, You know, I'm not, like, a glass of wine in the evening kind of person because I honestly think it does affect you. Um, So, yeah, like, that's a huge thing that I've kind of done over the years that has really helped my productivity and has helped me manage busier times, like, waking up sparky in the morning, you know, with no hangover, feeling good, fit, well, healthy, health is wealth. Um, This all comes into, like, running a business, having work-life balance and also working, as I say, like, trying to achieve that. When I'm in work, I'm working 100%. Because I think if you're at work and you're working at, like, 10, 20%, there's no point in you being at work then. Like, you might as well just take the time out, do what you need to do and then come back when you're ready to, like, work properly. Um, I'm a huge believer in that. And I think because I'm freelance, like, it gives me the freedom to do that. And I think if you're freelance, you should really think about that as well. Um, Because it just makes sense, honestly. Well, it makes sense to me anyway. (laughs) But, yeah, those are kind of all of the things that I wanted to cover. Um, obviously there's more logistic things like how I manage my to-do lists, etc., etc., which I'm not going to get into because I feel like they're kind of boring to talk about and I feel like everyone has their own systems, but hopefully what I've covered in this episode has been helpful to you in one shape or form. Um, so now everybody has to go and practice saying the word no, um, and then we'll come back for the next episode and it will all be experts. Um, So yeah, hope you enjoyed that one and I will see you on the next one. Bye.